Good morning, Longhorns. It is the week of Monday, September 3rd. I'm your host, Matthew Cox, and this is the Longhorn Update, your weekly podcast for the weather, last week's news, and a look at events in our near future here at UC Austin. Here on campus, we are looking at a bit of a rainy week this week, minus Wednesday and Thursday, but don't worry, don't worry. That does mean that we're going to have much cooler temperatures. Gone are the 101s and 102s, and now are the 91s and 92s. Not, still not the most preferable of highs, but really can't, does beat the heat of last week. It's all we can hope for, especially as you may have noted, some of the plants on campus have been wilting, and that doesn't look good for anyone. So, let's hope everything gets a little bit rejuvenated, a little bit of a refresher week. It's a wonderful way to start out the semester. Now, on to the news of last week. Monday morning started out a little bit concerningly as UTPD warned the public to stay clear of the main building as they swept for any sorts of explosives or any other dangerous devices after receiving a vague threat that morning. Now, they've found that the building seems to be clear and they're keeping officers on site. And it's also worthy of note that other government agencies, including Texas Tech it would seem, received similar threats. After they've made sure that everything is secure, they've now opened the main building back up. Last Tuesday, students had the chance to attend a town hall for Democratic senatorial candidate Beto O'Rourke at the Spider House Patio Cafe and Bar just right north of campus. Now, if you happen to be there, other speakers did include Austin Mayor Steve Adler and our own student body president, Colton Becker. There were hundreds of students there, and it focused mainly on student-related issues like student loan debt, criminal justice reform, and DACA recipients. It seemed to go pretty well. Even my friends who don't agree with Mr. Oruk, who happened to be there, did seem to enjoy the event. It seemed as if there was a good amount of conversation going on, as you would expect from a good town hall. Strangely enough, there's actually two bits of weather-related news this week. First off, YouTube meteorologists will now be predicting bad weather by using a new rooftop station that took about two years to install on top of the UTPD Emergency Operations Center. This will be able to provide real-time data as opposed to the hourly data that comes from the nearby airports. You'll mainly only hear about this in context of football games and how it affects game day schedules, but it is very interesting that we're able to get this up-to-date information right here on campus. It'll probably even make your weather apps more accurate. The other piece of news comes in the form of sunscreen. Specifically, we have a few new sunscreen dispensers here on campus that were put up by the UT Rec Sports. Uh, specifically, there's one at Greg Gym, Greg Gym Aquatics Complex, the Whitaker Courts, the Cape and Clark Field, the Wright Whitaker Sports Complex, and soon there'll be another one on the SAC patio. A new $4.25 million facility is going to be built at the UT's McDonald Observatory, which will allow scientists to more accurately describe both tectonic plate movements and changes in the Earth's sea level. It's called the McDonald Geodetic Observatory, based on geodesy, the study of Earth's shape and how it changes over time. This is the first observatory to be built and funded by NASA's Space Geodesy Project and expected to be in operation by 2022. With this, we hope that we will be able to better understand changes within the Earth's crust and also we'll be able to update the global network that is known as the International Terrestrial Reference Frame, which was first built in the 1980s. And finishing off that last week's good news, apparently in an article posted by the communist group, the Red Guards of Austin, the Radical Student Front is no longer going to be active on campus. This is great news as I am personally tired of vandalism on campus and also the random death threats. Now. It is interesting that the article does state that the, quote, the organization itself reached an all-time low in terms of both membership and quality of work, end quote. No kidding. 
Apparently this combination of factors has spelled the end of the RSF and also to the end of one of the probably the most egregious and obnoxious groups on campus. At least those that pretend to actively participate in some of the least effective protests we've ever seen. And that's all I have to say on that matter. And for those of you keeping up the legal minutia on campus, as you may know, there has been a long-standing lawsuit that was filed by an unnamed male student known as John Doe, accusing the university of discriminating against male students in Title IX cases. He was accused during uh, April 2017 of sexually assaulting another female student referred to as Jane Rowe uh, after both of them had been drinking and then later had sex. The woman, apparently the next day, told her friends that she had blacked out and didn't remember anything beforehand. Now, he had sued the university based on, first off, arguing that the university's definition of incapacitation was too vague and that they selectively enforced the rule by beginning investigation on him based on his gender. Now, however, the US, uh, U.S. District Judge Robert Pittman has dismissed it, mainly because of the fact that it seems the reason that the university investigated Doe first was because the uh, that there was a complaint filed against him while there was not a complaint filed against her. The events this week aren't too crazy. It starts out with Party on the Plaza, which is a really welcome back, big welcome back to campus party for everyone here in the UT community. Whole big student organization fair, over 200 different student orgs are gonna be available and kind of showing off so you can see what you wanna see. There's a scholarship shootout contest in which one man and one woman will both be able to win a $2,000 scholarship. And this year's event is presented by Uber. I don't know if they're gonna give us any bonuses for that part, but it is interesting. It'll be free and you'll definitely notice it as Wednesday you will have classes somewhere around Greg Jim and on Speedway Mall, and that's where it's gonna be located. It lasts from 10 to five. However, starting at three and ending at 3.30 on that day, uh, in the UA9 Suite 2108, that's the second floor, room 108, uh, will be the Pillars Information Session. Uh, this is more if you happen to have a student org of your own. See, student orgs are able to apply for a thing called the Pillars of the 40 Acres Recognition Program, which gives you a bunch of numerous perks and benefits that are really helpful. Now, you have to be a pretty good org for it, but if you can get it, it is definitely worth uh, the idea. It is definitely worth the investment, which is why I recommend going to the information session if you have an org of your own. Now, third, uh, here's one for the freshmen. Here's a really important one for the freshmen for the class of twenty uh, for class of twenty twenty two. Listen up. On Wednesday, September fifth, at six o'clock in the Memorial Stadium. Right in Gate Eight. That should be on the west side. If memory serves myself right. Uh, you will be meeting with the coach, Tom Herman, and then you'll immediately be running out and going and taking your class photo on the field. Make sure er, make sure you wear orange. They will kick you out if you're not wearing orange. And also, be there on time. Nothing is more disappointing than not being able to look at that photo and say, hey, I'm in that, because you happen to be late for something. And also, this is the one event this week that's not just straight up UT, being apparently artist Ed Rusha. I hope I am pronouncing that right. Ed Rusha it will be at the Harry Ransom Center. Sorry, not my fault. At the HRH, that's the Homer Rainey Hall in the Jensen Auditorium on September 6th. That's this Thursday at 6 o'clock in the afternoon. He's got a pretty impressive resume and it's free to go, so I recommend doing it. Now that's... That is the events for the week. That's all the events for this week that you really want to know. If you want to know any small orgs, uh, a bunch of small orgs are doing their first meetings this this week. I know for certain the Longhorns for Voting Reform are doing theirs this week, and so is the uh, Campus Environmental Center. Many other orgs are doing this as well. I recommend checking out the calendar that is on the Horns Link page. 
And that's this week. I'm sorry for seeming a little bit tired. It's just been that kind of day, but you know what? I said to myself that I was gonna make sure that this came out on time every single week, and my word, I will stand by it. Now, that's been it for this week. I've been your host, Matthew Cox, reminding y'all to go be the change you wanna see in the world. And I'll see you next week, right here on the Longhorn Update.